All right, that David show, last segment of the show. So you know what that means. It's time to go up for grabs with Ryan Bukovsky. Ryan Bisky, what you got going on for us, man? Well, I want to get some quick hits out of you real quick because okay. I've got a few games, and then, of course, we got to talk some World Series. So part of my quick hits, I know this guy is a, a dear treasure in the Ken Davis trove, and that is Tua Tagovailoa, who is going to be the new Dolphins starter. Uh, don't really want to talk about their game where they won 24-0 over the Jets, but just your thoughts with Tua being the starter of the Dolphins. It's called, man, we better get him out here. Justin Herbert is looking too good, all right? And we still have Joe Burrow out there on a bad team, still looking good. Let's see what our kid can do. Um, hmm. I like Flores, and I don't want him to lose. Last year, you got to remember with that, that team in Miami, and they were tanking for Tua, that it's, it came off as that his coaching uh, it was so good that they got wins that they weren't supposed to get. They were in games they weren't supposed to be in and they actually played themselves out of Tua. Had Tua ended up at number one instead of Joe Burrow. Um, so I understand, like, you want to look out for your head coach because you don't – also the culture there, you don't want to just infuse it with so much losing. And you got the piece that you're supposed to get to take you out of the losing. I still am leery because – and I didn't know this until today. It's been over maybe 351. It's been through over 350 days, so almost an entire year since that injury happened. And mind you, that happened why, during a flip? Were we recording the flip in that? Yes, we were, against Ole Miss. Yeah, and you knew – I knew he broke his nose, and you could tell <laughs> something was – like something happened. Well, we saw the cart, and we were like, oh, right, something right. And you saw how when he, when he couldn't put any pressure on that leg, and he was already holding his hip, you knew it was his hip. Now, we didn't know he had knocked the ball through the socket. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's still crazy. Um, so I – and, and on, it's compounded by the fact that Tua got hurt prior to that. Tua had, what, two ankle surgeries, I believe? Mm-hmm. So um, he's been a player that's often been injured. Um, but still, I mean, he can spin it. I didn't actually – and I, I think it may have just been early. And I know he was only in briefly at the end of the game. I didn't see the spin on his ball, but it's early. I did like to see that this was only one of the only games his parents weren't there. And he went and sat at like the 15 yard or 20 yard line and talked mm-hmm. to his parents, which was dope. I root for Matt Tate. I mean, I'm about to say Matt Tate. I root for Tua, Tua Tungvalea, uh, for Matt Tateo, just for the island in general, because oh, Matt God. brought so much shame to the island. <laughs> <laughs> you have brought shame onto the island. <laughs> but, uh, we know, we know your, your deep rooted ties <laughs> to the Hawaiian people. <laughs> Everybody's there. walking around the island like this. <laughs> Pre COVID. <laughs> oh, don't look at me. I'm Hawaiian. Oh, <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah. So uh, I think still okay. I don't know what their upcoming games is and are, and I don't know if they have a bye this week or not. But uh, yes, they do have a bye. That's what I thought. I think so. Afterwards, exactly. So you give them a bye, so you're giving them an extra week to to get him up to snuff. And it'll be against the Rams, the Bears' opponent. So that's usually usually the rookie comes in after the bye, especially if the bye isn't the third week of the season. Um, it's cool. It's cool to do it. Just like I say, you better make sure you keep him upright, though. So as long as he doesn't get hurt, which you, you never know, um, it's, it's cool and you want to find out what you got. And also, these rookie contracts are quick, and you better, you better get him on his horse. So maybe not next year, but in year three, you guys can try to see if you can. And I'm not saying they will. You can contend uh, in the AFC East 
um, especially with Tom Brady not being there and, and with Belichick there, but still, you need to try to contend then before Tua has to get paid, paid, and then you're going to have to start cutting off your nose despite your space if he's worth it uh, by getting rid of other players to give him that huge quarterback contract. And before we get to my main upper grabs, my last quick hitter, we got the Titans and the Steelers still undefeated with some impressive victories. Uh, the Titans overtime thriller over the Texans, 42-36, and it was because of a great Mike Vrabel decision, or at least it's alleged with that delay of game penalty that stopped the clock. And then the Steelers destroyed the Browns, 38-7. Their defense looks good. Big Ben looks good. What do you think of the undefeateds? Well, as I said in the interview with J.J., uh, who was just on with the shout-out to J.J. Stankovich, uh, that that Pittsburgh defense actually hasn't been playing up to snuff. At one, I have them on my fantasy team. This is the first week they really did what they were supposed to do. You know what I'm saying? Like, they haven't been the guy. They haven't been the guys that you expected as far as the talent they show. Uh, that front four has been playing well, but that secondary hasn't been doing what you expect. Um, and finally, Mika had a, had, had a uh, pick six, ran it all the way back. Uh, but still, I, you know what? What I expect as far as what they're playing, I expect for them to remain of the season. You're talking about just this upcoming game, correct? Mm-hmm. I think the Steelers are going to win. You know what I'm saying? I, I do. If they, can, if they can come downhill, and I know I'm asking a lot on Derrick Henry, I mean, you got to get him, to, you gotta get him to, to shift. You know what I'm saying? And not on you, like I'm about to cut on you, but shift and, and then and, and, and allow your players to, to game tackle him. Um, but, man. He's looked like a beast. But listen, Big Ben has looked good coming back from elbow surgery. So I'm going to go with the Steelers over the Titans, even though Grable has a familiar, his familiar with the Steelers from being in New England all that time. I'm still going to take the Steelers because I believe they have the better cornerback and I believe they have the better defense all around. And let's not forget, um, what's the name's out now? The left tackle. For uh, uh, yes, Luan, I believe. Yeah, Taylor, Taylor Luan, Taylor Luan, it blew out his ACL. So that's listen. He's a he's a yeah. But the Sears lost a guy too, Devin Bush, losing him with the ACL. Uh, yeah, side linebacker. I, I, I'm not, and I'm not, and that, that's definitely going to hurt in coverage. But you know, it's going to help. The fact that Taylor Wynn isn't isn't playing enough tackle in coverage, all right? Like that's going to help a lot, all right? So yeah, I'm going to go with the Steelers over the Titans. Who would you? Who are you going to pick? Uh, I don't know. They're both really playing well, and I like both of these, you know, the makeup of their teams, and they're, like, showing the identity that we're accustomed to. Like, Sierra's hard-nosed defense with Big Ben throwing that thing around. We know Mike Vrabel defense running the football, and they're doing it basically at the best of anybody. I I might lean Tennessee because I believe they're the home team, not that home team really matters too much in the COVID year, but right. I'm just going to kind of lean Tennessee, not really confident either way. I get why that would be a pickup all the way. Mm-hmm. Definitely. That, and that, listen, definitely Tennessee can win it. Don't, don't even get it twisted. Like, Derrick Henry is a beast right now. Tannehill isn't playing bad. He's playing well. All right. Let's talk about our main up for grab stuff. And I wanted to focus in on two games – but we're going to combine it basically one. The rest of the NFC North, because we talked about the Packers, but I'm, I want to know your thoughts, Vikings and Lions, because the Vikings just lost to the Falcons, gave them their first victory, and now they're tied at 1-5 apiece, and they lost that game 40-23. to 
Kirk Cousins looks terrible. The Lions are 2-3 and three after a victory over the Jaguars, 34-16. Uh, how did the rest of this division look good? Because we know that the Packers look good in the north. What do you think about the Vikings and the Lions so far? Um, listen, I, I feel like you're, there's slander being thrown here. Uh, I personally – and that's one on Kirk Cousins. I got 39 points, if you can see that there. Ooh. From a pickup that I made about three or four weeks ago in Justin Jefferson, I don't know what Kirk Cousins is doing when it comes to wins and losses, but he's doing me a solid. He is giving him that ball in garbage time, I'll tell you what. Diggs, I hate you. And look, Diggs is out there coming across the middle, all right? We're doing everything. Yeah, we're doing everything. Um, Man, you know, we already know the Vikings are still a better team. Uh, hey, you sleep with Kirk Cousins, you laid your bed with Kirk Cousins. Right, my goodness. <laughs> like, but what about Mike Zimmer? His defense giving up 10 points every quarter. 10, 10, all, 10, 10. Listen, I know that you had uh, with Xavier Rhodes last year, and they had a lot of turnover um, with, the, with, with uh, Everson Griffin. Um, and, and They also lost that other corner that's in Cincinnati. I'm blanking on his name. The Michigan State standout. And, dude, it's, hey, you thought you can switch out these these players and still keep that top defense. And, I mean, it still hasn't been a defense it was two, three years ago, back when the, 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 the – that, that Nick Foles did his thing. <laughs> <laughs> right. Still hasn't been that top defense. Um, but still, they have more talent to me. And um, I, I, defensively, I still feel like they're a better defense than Matt Patricia's defense. And, uh, and with the Lions, I do think Matt Stafford is clearly better uh, when it comes to uh, his position than um, than uh, Kirk Cousins. And also, Dalvin Cook was out this past week. You yes. know, that, that, deep, that offense runs off Dalvin Cook because basically they kind of keep the ball out of Cousins' hands to a degree. You know, that's why yes. he is in with the Browns to do the same with messed up old Baker Mayfield, who I told Hub Arkish that Josh Allen was – all right, y'all stop. <laughs> I will say in that little battle, nobody uh, won this week. That was a tie. <laughs> I'm, listen, I'm still winning. They're, 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 You're winning overall for there's sure. There's a schism between those two players to say the least. The ball is in Josh Allen's hands to win. The ball's not in Baker Mayfield's hands to win. It's like, just don't wreck the car. Well, the ball's not even in his hands when he's getting pulled out of the game. Correct. Oh. <laughs> Poor little try hard. Like, listen, how long? How long was this kid supposed to be super succeeding as a walker? You do know that there is a ceiling, right? <laughs> you do. He go, man, he gonna keep on doing it. <laughs> okay, I'll stop. I'll stop. I'm a jerk. <laughs> so let's uh, let's use that energy to talk about the Rams and 49ers since the Rams are the Bears' next opponent. And that game, I hope that you watched it, or just curious if you did, 24-16. thought the Rams looked pretty bad in that game overall. Mm-hmm. But I think the 49ers have a misleading record. They were 2-3 and three entering that game, moved to 3-3. Three and three. They've had so many injuries and just inopportune times, and they've already had Jimmy most Garoppolo stars, not play. Most stars back games. out. Yes. Right, yes. they pulled they pulled Jimmy G. Like you said, he was hurt. Got pulled last week. Had a good game this week, I believe. He might not have been too healthy last week, too. I mean, he's got a high or high ankle sprain, and that mm-hmm. takes a legit month. Mm, yeah. Oh yeah. 
Well, you you don't believe in Jimmy G at all, anyways. Not that I care, but what do you think about the Rams? Because I don't care about the Forty Nineers. Um, you know what? I think it's the same thing that you see in situations like the Raiders uh, playing uh, Kansas City. Uh, you know, like when you're playing teams inside of your division, even if you're looked at as being the better team, they have so many opportunities to know your scheme and know what you enjoy doing. So usually you're going to get a closer game, even though there can be blowouts. So even though the Rams have been riding high, uh, Kyle Shanahan knows what um, uh, McShawn McVay wants to do. You know what I'm saying? So, it's I mean, we're talking about two offensive, two bright offensive minds to say the least. Um, so I felt like I feel like that game. I can easily see that the Rams are probably going to lose that game because they know how to play Jared uh, Jared Goff, and I mean that's really all you really have to do. And also for some reason they put like Henderson is starting the depth, depth chart at running back when he's been their most he's been their most gifted runner this whole his whole, this whole entire season. So it's just still some of those things that I think are are somewhat uh, concerning. And also you know what I know Woods and Cooper Cup are nice, but they'd still not like, I still want to have like one more dude do or like have like some, and I know they have high B and all that, like some ridiculous tight end, you know what I'm saying? Like I still don't feel like they have the weapon on offense, especially since Todd Gurley, one was hurt, but was kind of limited his last couple of year and a half there. But it, we got to remember that offense was built off of Todd Gurley. You know what I'm saying? So I, that, I the Rams, I don't want to say it's a smoke screen because I think Sean McVay is, an excellent coach, but I think we know the limitations and some teams can exploit those limitations better than others. Like the Bears. The Bears actually have been pretty good statistically, as JJ had just said, as far as the amount of points in the last two years. And I don't understand why we play the Rams every year, but in the last two years uh, against – It just worked out. Right. So against some people, no, because that's also what the Bears did as far as what they did with their, their safeties against the Rams is basically what Belichick used in that Super Bowl against the Rams. Yeah, I think uh, what I liked seeing in that game Sunday night in the Rams' loss was the domination that the 49ers really had at the point of attack Mm. because the 49ers are down, obviously, a couple guys, and I would think that the Bears' defensive line is definitely better than the current San Francisco 49ers line with the injuries. So to see them dominate, and like you pointed out, Jared Goff is still Jared Goff. Like, Mm -hmm. he's solid, but if you get in his head or get those feet moving, getting him unsettled, then he is really going to struggle. And if they can dominate with that defensive line of the Bears and really whoop the offensive line, I'm with you. I don't see the running backs that are just going to scare you. I mean, yeah, Henderson can do some things in the open field, so you got to make sure you contain him. But Woods, Cup, I mean, do you look at either of those guys as like, oh, man, against our secondary, they're going to wreck. Like, I, I think our secondary is going to have a really solid day potentially for the Bears. Uh, overall, I think it's a good matchup. Uh, the only thing that scares me, though, is – the Aaron Donald effect because this offensive line, yikes. And Aaron Donald, uh, he was whooping that 49ers offensive line, and they have some injuries, but they're a better offensive line than us. Somebody, I was looking at this meme that somebody had put out, and it was of uh, when Washington was playing the Rams, and there was that, there's like, um, uh, what's this, Alex Smith came back, almost died, and came back from injury. And then in the play, in the middle of the scrum, 
Aaron Donald is literally on his back, off the ground, on top of Alex Smith's back, like Alex Smith is carrying him. <laughs> and it's like, they're just pointing out how disrespectful Aaron Donald is. Like, you had a compound fracture, and you are on top of his whole entire body trying to break him down. Hold me up! Right, the meme is so funny because it's like, hey, you healthy, you out here, you're going to get this, you're going to get these sacks, right? But, uh, yeah, it's just getting back to Aaron Donald. Listen, if they can stop Aerodonna, we're still not going to be able to do what I do. But, I mean, to give, you don't like Jimmy G, and he had a good game, I feel like Nick Foles is going to get some of those looks. Can he do it, though? Just listen. Do you, when we talk about the genius of Kyle Shanahan and rushing the ball, and we've been doing that for, what, two years or a year at least uh, on this show. Mm-hmm. Part of that genius is also knowing your offensive line and scheming your offensive line. Just like uh, when J.J. was talking about when the Bears were getting stunt, stunts, uh, getting stunted on, literally, <laughs> they stunted on them. <laughs> but, when, but when you sat there and you had Carolina run the stunts on them, they didn't know what they are doing. And anybody that doesn't know, stunts is basically like, like this, right? You know, it, it's essentially an attack pattern for the yeah, defensive line. Right, you go – like, attack different gaps to make not just always be a straight I got rush. involved in a bad stunt where my guy didn't do what he was supposed to do. He didn't cut. Uh-oh. The guy that he was supposed to cut in front of me. So to cut, the guy in front of me just rolled my ass over because it was I was like this. The old pancake, eh? Exactly. I was supposed to be going this way, right? But he was supposed to be taking care of Ryan. Now he's coming this way at me. My guy was supposed to get him. I'm going to get this guy, right? And so basically it's going to be hard to run through here because it's going to be a lot of mess right here. All right. We're supposed to do that. My guy didn't cut and I got, it was just just bad business, but just still to get back to the point, uh, they have a better offensive line is basically what I was getting to when it comes to protecting the bears quarterback against Aaron Donald. Um, James Daniels was the key. And I know James Daniels uh, stuck to his fundamentals and Aaron Heastad told him what to do that game. But the thing was too, Aaron Donald could have just had a bad game. He could have went in that situation thinking, I'm playing a rookie. He just didn't get up for it. He could have been out the night before. You know what I'm saying? I'm just, even with the greatest of great players, and Aaron Donald is an all-time great uh, defensive tackle. He's probably in the top three, to say the least, as far as defensive Probably. Players. Like, I would at this point, I would put him ahead of Warren Sapp. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's up there. It's hard to argue. I think you can yeah. put him as high as you want to, basically. Yes, what, I would. What has Aaron Donald done? And it's also because of the years of consistency. Like, when has he really had an off year? Like, we can say with Khalil Mack, and I know it's different positions, but he had clearly had off year last year. Um, but Aaron Donald- Yeah, before that, I think, uh, what was it, before the Colts, Khalil Mack had one sack or three uh-huh. sacks in his last 16 games. That's a season. Right. So, Aaron Donald getting double teamed in the center, right, is, you know, like all that pressure on him is still getting to the quarterback or pushing the pocket back. So, I don't see the Bears having the same amount of success against Aaron Donald as uh, the, the, the San Francisco 49ers or St. Clair 49ers had against them. Okay. And my, uh, I guess, last football up for grabs, uh, what do you make of the disaster that are the Cowboys and that embarrassment you know, on Monday Night Football? You know what? I'm going to tell you what I've really come to think about that team. They, they, I know he, it's partially his fault because he wanted to screw the contract to get back out for the TV money. They did a real disservice against Dak because that's a lot of poo-poo over there. That defense has been bad. This is the second year that defense has been bad, right? And the only thing was they, they got hot two years ago towards the second half of the season, all right? But that defense is bad, 
All right, you overpaid. There's a lot of money on that team. That's what I say. You overpaid players. Your offensive line is gone from that offensive line from three to four years ago. Their offensive line is gone. Dak was getting the same amount of pressure, but Dak was able to get out of it. Like, just think about it. In a way, they felt they were going to put a little pressure on Dak by bringing in Andy Dalton. I, I don't think Jerry Jones is silly enough to think Andy Dalton could come in there and replace Dak. But they still felt that, you know, with the type of talent in this team, something happens to Dak, we got Andy Dalton. And look what happened when you don't have Dak. Dak was covering up everything. And we should have known it because it was all these comeback games. The defense would, would, would mess up and squat, would just play on their backs the entire game. Uh, Ezekiel Elliott, when people was like, well, y'all not giving me to Zeke. You see why? All right, Cabo Zeke. Um, listen, they, 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 listen, that comes to you got a special quarterback for you. Now, now I'm not saying that Dak is all-time rare Aaron in the NFL. You have a special quarterback for you. And they can't do anything about him getting hurt. But still, like, it, it to me, I feel like uh, Dak Prescott was the potpourri that covered up a lot of uh, SHIT over there uh, for the Cowboys. And, and, and Jerry Jones has done them a disservice. Outside of drafting that offensive line, he's done them a disservice. Like, even the fact that, I mean, listen, I, I like C.D. Lamb. You had enough receivers. Like, you wasn't bad at receiver. You know what I'm saying? You would have been better to go with a defensive lineman or pick up another O-lineman, you know, because, you know, from attrition, your O-line has been going out anyway. You know what I'm saying? And they were aging out. So, so again, another point is I never like when players outside of maybe like, and this isn't just every star player, like a superstar player, have direct contact with the owner, you know, because then the coach, it, it diminishes his leverage on the player. It's like, you said, what you going to do? Okay, I'm about to go call Jerry right now. Like, so – I blame Jerry for it, but I still feel like they underappreciated Dak because Dak was Dak was keeping y'all in games that y'all didn't even like. We know now he was really keeping y'all in games y'all didn't deserve. Nothing. They shouldn't have, have have a victory this year, even though they're still what leading the, the, the NFC. Yeah, two and three, two 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 victories. They shouldn't even have a victory if it, if it, I'm sorry, two and four. It's trash, trash ass team, it's trash ass owner, trash. <laughs> Yeah, I think we're pretty close to that final nail being driven into the coffin of Jerry and his Super Bowl chances yeah, of being yeah. the, the architect. How, how quickly they go get they go get Trevor or Justin? I mean, they don't they look like they're on a rebuild pretty soon here. You 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 have to uh, listen. You know what compounds it? Then you brought in Mike McCarthy, right? That compounds. Who's going to get fired after year one? Right? <laughs> no, they're going to give him another year at least, but. You, well, they should fire him. That would be the best. You're right. You're right. They shouldn't have hired him. Like, that's the real key. You shouldn't have hired him. Listen, if you're going to keep Kellen Moore. Maybe the bells that uh, Jerry Jones was hearing was actually a stroke or something. Going <laughs> out there. Smell smoke. But listen, if you're going to. It's that burnt hair, Mike. Right? If you're going to keep Kellen Moore as a play caller because you like what he did under Jason Garrett, all right? Why didn't you go get a defensive head coach? So he at least he could fix through his scheme some of his talent. Maybe he could cover up some of his talent that you have here at linebacker that's not doing what he's supposed to do on his line. Like, it's just Jerry, and it has to be about Jerry. You know what I'm saying? Like, I can't have anybody telling me what to do with my team, right? Like, that, it just compounds it by you brought in a guy, an old, antiquated coach, regardless of what he said, he's up to date now. We know what he was doing in Green Bay. Right, like you, you, it's it's like you're hurting your team by just getting in the way all the damn time. Yeah, I don't know what to think of that mess. I can't believe how many people really 
like love that team. Oh, like, totally. thought that they could really do some noise this year. And I was like, what? I mean, if they added CD Lamb, I get it. But if they don't stay healthy across the board, they got no depth anywhere. That secondary was completely unproven. Like, mm-hmm. at least with the Bears, like, you go into this year with that secondary, you think Kyle Fuller, Eddie Jackson, we're going to be okay with the secondary. And now it's, Even their, best, with, the, yeah. it's, their, best, it's their best room in, in that team is that secondary. Right now. And then it's like with the Cowboys, man, as soon as that offensive line, like Tyrion Smith and all those guys, or Tyron Smith goes down, mm-hmm. whoo! I mean, they need that offensive line. That's probably the strength of their team. Zeke needs that offensive line. All right? Like, ooh, and you paid Zeke, right? A lot. I don't know if you've ever seen on Instagram, it's this guy, and he'll be like, like, tell me something that was embarrassing that you used to wear in grade school or high school, right? Uh, Baggy pants. So he'll be like, I saw you in those cross colors sagging your pants. I saw you. You had them on. You thought you was doing it, right? And it's so funny when he's doing it, right? And it's basically like what you just said, right? You thought you was doing it. You thought you was the man. Like, that's exactly what you were just talking about. Like, oh, my my God, totally. I could see Jerry Jones saying that in the mirror today. (laughs) On that big yacht. You thought you had this team together. You, like, just, dude, like what you just said. The last year when people said they was going to go to the Super Bowl was like, for real? And then when you had people that was like, and I think I, I think I still had them winning the division, which they may do. Well, to be fair, they're probably going to win this division. That's what I'm, that's what I'm saying. I mean, this year I said I, I think I had them winning the, winning the division this year because the division is such trash. Right. It's it's just it's a beautiful like you got to go with the unproven or the questioned Eagles. I shouldn't say unproven, even though this squad is getting to that point where it's not that Super Bowl team. But you don't know what you're getting out of them, and then everybody else is unproven. Of course, you're going to go with Dallas's talent. Right. You know, one thing I thought of was almost in contrast with the Bears. I think maybe part of the reason why the Bears don't lose a lot of games is because they got a lot of guys in that locker room that really care about Mm. professionalism and winning. And I wonder if maybe Jerry, he sees the talent, sees all that, like he knows what NFL talent looks like, but he doesn't know, doesn't have enough guys in that locker room that can really bring them together, bring the entire group and be like, yo, we ain't playing right. Like we can get this going. Do they have those type of, like, winners, basically? Or do they just have a lot of talented guys that, you know, tough, it's rough going right now, so I'm not going to put in the extra work to make it better. Again, I, th- I won't say that they don't have winners on their team. Um, I think it, we look at, and again, got hurt, but Jalen Smith at ND, um, I think they have winners. But, again, I think w- the problem is where does the buck stop? Like, that's the, the – like, versus the Bears, no. Like, they not hanging out with Virginia McCaskey. You know what I'm saying? Like, they – listen, you can – listen, regardless of what the, what the owner's infinity for you, your ass can get cut. It seems like if you close to Jerry, you're going to be around for a minute. You know what I'm saying? Like, Sean Garrett, right? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you're going to be around for a second if he has an infinity for you. So it's not it's not the same energy when it comes to you know what this is our only chance man listen we don't know even think about it like this out of the coaching changes that the Bears have had over the last six to seven years what was the thing that players would always say new coach you don't know who's going to stay and go in this locker room 
you know the Cowboys, that new coach, you might, you're probably still going to be in that locker room. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I'm going to be here. Oh, that's all right. Jerry likes me. Exactly. So I, I think you can't build that locker room the way you want because your owner is doing things owners really should. There's a reason why owners are, for the most part, separate from their team. I'm not saying they don't come around, but they're not the general manager and they're not the, 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 the person that's always, always hands-on when it comes to that team and all up in that locker room and telling them uh, not to take a knee or he's going send their asses to Siberia. Well, don't worry. He's not going to get a Super Bowl, so that sucks for Chase. Uh, how about another championship drought? And, boy, I am so annoyed by this 1988 crap from the Dodgers. The last time the Los Angeles Dodgers won the Super or the World Series, 1988. What do you think about uh, the World I'm gonna Series I'm going to tell you something about Dodgers this. Race. Now, you know how I've been rooting for the Dodgers. I want Clayton Kershaw to get one to solidify his. his... I do want that. I'll say okay. that. Yeah, especially he's been doing better in the playoffs. I'm going to tell you this. Like, you got that A's hat on, right? You know what I really don't like about that Kirk Gibson hit? And I didn't like the stuff that took place in Boston the last couple of years. I don't stand for disrespect when it comes to Dennis Eckersley. All right? <laughs> I don't. As a little kid, there's something about this. I'm with mustache. you. I was like, you need to respect that mustache on that man right there, all right? So that's what I never liked about that home run by Kirk Gibson is that it was off Dennis Eckersley. As a kid, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I, even though I wasn't even a baseball guy, but I like me some Dennis Eckersley, all right? I mean, they deserve a Dennis Eckersley curse. Come on. You, you should have one. You should have one. I mean, with a stash like that? Like, I mean, I, listen, when, when Kirk Gibson was doing that, that stash did like this. <laughs> 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 but, uh, yeah, um, their favorite, the Dodgers are favorite over the Rays. I um, mean, listen, that's another thing, too. I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't mind if the Rays uh, won. But you know the thing is? This isn't like my Rays team's from like six years ago that I was really on, like paying attention to that team. You know what I'm saying? Like I used to be, yeah. more, I used to be really, I used to be more mindful of the Rays. I think you would have been though. Before if you Joe had Madden left. Before Joe Madden left. Hey, I like this guy, Kevin Cash. I was like, man, if David Ross doesn't work out, that should be the next. Hey, we'll break his ass next. But uh, yeah, best run, probably the best organization in baseball, either ahead or below the Dodgers. And the Dodgers have all the money to spend. Uh, I wouldn't be mad if either team uh, wins, but I do want the Dodgers to win uh, for Dave Roberts and for uh, Dave, definitely Clayton Kershaw for those guys on that team. I mean, and also, what do you want a championship for Dave Roberts? He's got rings. I, no, I want as a manager though. Like, a, oh my god, this is that squad. Like, is it also because you know they go fire his ass? But uh, and it was funny, real quick. Side note: Well, he might have saved it. So he had, he had to get to that World Series. Side note from last week where I made a mistake. Uh, I, I was using one of your questions as far as uh, what happens if the Dodgers get knocked out. And someone on tw- – that was on the Twitter? It was Twitter. was like, yeah, they're not going to hire A.J. Hitch. They basically hate him. And I was like, great point. <laughs> like, it'll be hard to bring him into that. Who hates him, though? Who's the one? Don't you remember the kid? What was the kid, uh, the, the pitcher that was throwing uh, at their heads and then walked off and did like this at them? Yeah, Joe Kelly. Uh, yeah, the- like, that's listen, they don't have an affinity for them. That, like, that's not going to be an easy one. But again, this is another thing. Well, they've been to three of the last four World Series, right? Mm-hmm. Um, Dude, come on, give them one. Don't Buffalo Bills that, man. 
Not like this. Oh, my God. Not no. like this. Not like this. Like Don't that. you throw that great quote on Dave Roberts and the Dodgers. <laughs> not, like, not like this. Not like this. Exactly like this. You know what's the most <laughs> annoying thing is this drought that they've had. So, like, it's going to be talked about on the telecast. It's every oh, year. Like this, uh, this Dan. What, what do you mean? As a White Sox, he went seventy some years. What's you know thirty two? That, that means my team is incompetent. Our team. The Bears haven't even won in that long. Why don't we talk about the great drought of the Bears? Um, you know what I'm hit you with again? Incompetency. You want some more? No, no. The the most competent Dodgers before Magic Johnson bought that team, they were trash. Before, man, here we go. You're gonna start some stuff. That Magic stuff. <laughs> what do you mean? I just gave him credit. I know that's the problem. I won't. I won't revisit that. Um, oh man, you still hate magic? No, that wasn't that. The it's Lakers just... got their title. Move on. This <laughs> <laughs> is giving magic props for everything. Uh, man, magic's the reason that Steve Ballmer got the uh, the forum. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, Steve, I can make a call. Hey, listen again. When we're talking about our teams here, they've been incompetent. All right, there's no way. Your team, like I was listening to socks, something that this, like this. I was listening to the socks, and it was something that they hadn't done since either the World Series facing the Cubs. It was something ridiculous. It was like you didn't do that since the nineteen eighty. Oh, I get the incompetence thing, but do, though. But, but so, come so, on. I, so listen, I'm not going to be mad. Thirty-two years. That's, hey, that's nothing. That's your lifetime, basically. Oh yeah. How do you? You thirty-five or thirty-two? Thirty-one. 30. How dare you? Listen, listen, think about. That's not even your lifetime. You're right. So oh, that's a long time then for you. How about the A's? They won in 89. We don't talk about their drought every Cause, year. Because it was full of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> of Cheetahs. Full of Kirk rust. Gibson didn't cheat. So, no, Kirk they probably had, did. They probably shooting up steroids right in that <laughs> meat for him to get up on the stairs. Is this going to even help? I don't know. Just shoot it in anyways. <laughs> Just give me more. <laughs> That's good. Let me get right oh, man. Oh, man. Oh, man. Good one. Bro. Where are we? I forgot. <laughs> We're talking about the World Series matchup starting last night. Now, whenever you see that that <laughs> highlight, you're gonna think of me. <laughs> Bring out the big needle! <laughs> I need a. <laughs> Give me all the rest. It's a nice thing. Let's go. Dennis Akers was out there with his mustache. Look at that mustache. <laughs> Oh my God! Oh. Uh, <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> okay, <laughs> needs to be. That's all uh, I got for upper grass. You Just, need to make uh, sure this is an excerpt right here. <laughs> yeah, this will be a nice little little yeah, clipper. So clip. Let's go, Rays! <laughs> Screw Kirk Gibson and his shot it up knee before I, that. Listen, it had out of the last um, it, it, out of the last few years. If the Dodgers had won, I would be on full-on race. Um, but since the Dodgers haven't, I'm one. I'm the, Do- the race haven't won it? 
Oh. They play in. They don't deserve victories with the play in the place. Like they were playing in a division with the Yankees. The I didn't Red say division. Sox, I Blue said the Jays. place. I said the, the Dodgers place. have just been waltzing through the NL West for the last five years with the trash that they got. Listen, I said the place. All right. Gotta watch out for that Rockies team. You know them. <sighs> Listen and look at what look what happened to you, Darvish, on that Dodgers team. You don't want to do this for you. No, you. I got my you revenge with the Astros losing because they did that to you. <laughs> Dodgers didn't do nothing. Didn't do them no favors, I'll tell you that. Okay, all right. So definitely, definitely. Their hands are as dirty as the Astros. <laughs> <laughs> stop, stop. I got to close the show out. All right. We definitely want to thank J.J. Stankovich from NBC Sports Chicago. Follow him at J.J. Stankovich. And make sure you check out the Under Center, Under Center podcast. Uh, and all the, the the shows that he said uh, that he have coming out tomorrow and the day after tomorrow with the film uh, study on what was taking place on that run play uh, with the Bears and offensive line and David Montgomery. Definitely want to thank my excellent and funny producer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, for bringing levity. Uh, this show, we will be back with the flip with Sidney Brown this Saturday. We may have another interview before this week is out. Uh, but if not, you know, we'll have one for you at the beginning of next week. Uh, definitely support us. Uh, more importantly, definitely stay safe. Thank you.